Greetings, most excellent Theophilus. Grace and peace to you from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Guess who's been under the weather? That's right, it's me. It's me. That's right, coming down with a sore throat, which just isolated to my tonsils. Now my sinuses, well, yesterday my sinuses realized they should catch up too. Today, I'm not having as bad of troubles, but still having some difficulties. In other news, I have finished watching Star Wars The Bad Batch. It was really, really good. Um, and I've started watching Visions, uh, which is also really good. I think they should make each of those uh, anthology episodes. They should they can make series off of those. Uh, really, they're they're pretty. They came up with some pretty good ideas <clears throat> for that. So yeah, Theophilus, you'll have to excuse the uh, my voice. <clears throat> Still fending off the last dregs of illness. Some recent additions to my library: uh, Mary, another Redeemer, and. Um, I don't know if I mentioned that I have the Institutes, but uh, I have the Institutes. Ow, that tea's still too hot to drink. In other news, it is the second week of Rether Reformation <coughs> Month. Which reminds me, for Sunday, I need to look up another song, because on Sundays this month... Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing, uh, well, I'm supposed to be doing daily a, um, fun facts from the Reformation. Um, but Sundays I'm just singing through Reformed song, worship songs. So, we've done, uh, Mighty Fortress. Not sure. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Not sure what we're gonna do this Sunday, but I'll find something. Other than that, can't think of anything that big. So I guess it's on to <coughs> returning to the gospel read-through, uh, gospel series of Matthew, with Matthew chapter 8. Alrighty, <clears throat> Matthew chapter 8, as I said in the last segment. <laughs> Redundancy. Now he, having come down from the mountain, the great crowds followed him. And behold, a leper, uh, a leper having come, was worshipping him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you are able to cleanse me. And having stretched out the hand of him, he touched him, saying, I am willing. Be you cleansed. And immediately, uh, was and immediately he was cleansed his leprosy. And Jesus said to him, uh, See that you tell no one, but go yourself, show to the show to the priest, and offer the gift that Moses commanded for a testimony to them. <sighs> Having he, 
Now he, having entered into Capernaum, uh, a centurion came to him, imploring him and saying, Lord, the servant of me is laying in the house paralyzed, grievously tormented. And he says to him, I, having come, will heal him. However, answering the centurion said, Lord, I am not worthy in order, uh, in, in order that um, you should come under my roof. But only speak the word, and the servant of me will be healed. For also I am a man under authority. Uh, I have... Uh, having under me soldiers that I appoint. I say to this one, go, and he goes, and to another, come, and he comes, and to the servant of me, do this, and he does it. Now having heard, Jesus marveled, and said to those following, Truly I say to you, except no one so great, what? <clears throat> Except no one. The Greek is a little problematic. Uh, I have not found such great faith with anyone in Israel, as the Nasby puts it. Oh, and a reminder, if you want to follow along, I'm reading from the Interlinear on Bible Hub, slightly modifying to make it make sense, because if I wrote this word for word in the order it's put, we'd both be very confused. <clears throat> Verse 11, now I say to you, that many from the east and from the west will will come and will recline with Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the kingdom of the heavens. However, the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into the dark into the outer darkness. There will, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. I believe in other places. Um, side noting. I believe in other places, uh, Jesus speaks the same way of hell. Uh, of, uh, that in Gehenna there shall be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Um, and yet people... Uh, it, it's so painful when uh, dealing with people who are denying uh, the biblical and early church testimony of... Um, and I mean, they, they put it in a way where it sounds so terrible. Eternal conscious torment. Well, yes. It's it's the afterlife. It's forever. It's as Daniel 12, 2 says. Everlasting life versus those who are awakened to everlasting shame and contempt. Um, separation from the gloried presence of God. But now the, the Bible makes it very clear. Uh, verse 13, and said Jesus to the centurion, go as you have believed, be it to you. And was healed the servant of him in that hour. <laughs> and having come, and Jesus having come to the house of Peter, he said to the mother-in-law of him, laying sick and having a fever. And he touched... Oh, he saw. Did I say and he said? He saw. And he touched her hand. 
and left, and the fever left her. And she arose and was ministering to them. Even now, having come, they brought to him be those being possessed with demons, many being possessed with demons, and he cast out the spirits by a word. And all those sick, and all those being sick, he healed, so that it might be fulfilled that having been spoken by Isaiah, the prophet, saying, <clears throat> himself the infirmities of us he took, and our diseases he bore. Ah, yes. This brings back to my most favorite passage in the Old Testament, which we will turn to. Isaiah 53. This... On this podcast, I believe this was first read in the episode, The Gospel According to Yahweh. I'll, uh, I'll read the whole passage again. Starts in Isaiah 52, 13. Behold, my servant will prosper. He will be high and lifted up and greatly exalted. Just as many were astonished, were astonished at you, my people... So his appearance was marred more than any man, and his form more than the sons of men. Thus he will sprinkle many nations. Kings will shut their mouths on account of him. For what, they have, for what had not been told them, they will see. And for what they had not heard, they will understand. Who has believed our message? And to whom has the arm of Yahweh been revealed? For he grew up before him like a tender shoot, like a root out of parched ground. He had no stately form nor majesty that we should look upon him, nor appearance that we should be attracted to him. He was despised and forsaken by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And like one from whom men hid their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely... He bore our griefs himself, and our sorrows he carried. Yet we, ourselves, esteemed him stricken, smitten, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement for, of a, for our well-being fell upon him. Normally it's of peace. Um... And by his scourging, we are healed. All of us like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. But Yahweh has caused the iniquity of us all to fall on him. He was oppressed and afflicted, yet he did not open his mouth. Like a lamb that is led to slaughter, and like a sheep that is silent before its shearers. So he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And as for his generation... Who considered that he was cut off from the land of the living? For the transgressions of my people, to whom the stroke was due. His grave was assigned with the wicked men. Yet he was with rich in his death. Because he had done no violence. Nor had there been any deceit in his mouth. But Yahweh was pleased to crush him, putting him to grief. 
If he would render himself as a guilt offering, he will see his offspring, and he will prolong his days, and the good pleasure of Yahweh will prosper in his hand. As a result of the anguish of his soul, he will see and be satisfied. By his knowledge, the righteous one, my servant, will justify many, and as he will bear their iniquities. Therefore I will allot him a portion with the great. And he will divide the spoil with the strong. Because he poured himself out unto death, and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he himself bore the sins of many, and interceded for the transgressors. There we have the great sacrifice of the Lord. Penal substitutionary atoning sacrifice. I should be noted uh, in four <clears throat> griefs, although there's a footnote that says, or sickness. Um, have to look into the reasoning behind that, perhaps at a later time. All right, verse 18. <clears throat> now Jesus, having a great crowd around him, commanded com he commanded them to depart to the other side. And having come to him, one scribe, said to him, Teacher, I will follow you wherever you might go. And Jesus says to him, Foxes hole, holes, foxes have holes, and the birds, birds of the air nests. But the Son of Man has no place where he might lay his head. Another now of the disciples of him said to him, Lord, allow me first to go and to bury the father of me. But Jesus said to him, Follow me and leave the dead to bury their own dead. I'm just going to stop for a moment. That's a powered statement. Let the dead bury their own dead. Wow. I believe this would probably play into the language of, say, Ephesians 2. We were dead in our trespasses and sins. And those not following Jesus are those who are dead in their trespasses and sins. <clears throat> thus making it... Um, that the case that it's true here because there are those who are following him versus those who are not he's saying let those not following me bury the dead let those who are dead bury their dead um it's not it's not a very it's not like top tier deep theological profundity but sort of profound so Verse 23, and he, having entered into the boat, followed him. Uh, the disciples of him followed. And behold, a great storm arose in the sea, so that the boat was being swamped by the waves. <sighs> he himself, however, was sleeping. And having come to him, they awoke him, saying, Lord, save us, we are perishing. And he said to them, 
Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Oligops. Olig. Okay, let's try to pronounce this. Oligopistoi. 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 Oh, of little faith. Oligopistoi. Oligopistoi. Oh, you of little faith. There we go. Sorry. <clears throat> then having arisen, he rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great call. And the men marveled, saying, What kind of man is this, that even the winds and the sea obey him? And he, having come to the other side, to the region of the Garad Gadarans Gadarans Okay uh, met him two being possessed by demons out of the tombs coming forth extremely violent so that no one was able to pass the that way. And behold they cried out saying what to us and to you, son of God? Are you here before the time to torment us? There was now far off from them a herd of pigs, uh, a herd of many pigs, feeding. And the demons were begging him, saying, If you cast us out, send us into the herd of pigs. And he said to them, Go. And having gone, they went into the pigs, and behold, they rushed, rushed all of the herd down to the steep bank unto the sea, and perished in the waters. <laughs> Those now feeding them fled, and having gone away into the city, they related everything, including the matter of those having been possessed by demons. And behold, all the city went out to meet Jesus, and having seen him, they begged him that he would depart from the region of them. Not a very warm reception. It's like, hey, you just got rid of all of our pigs. Could you please get out of here? We don't care that you healed the, these two demonically possessed people. You all our pigs. Um. All right. Romans. Uh, Romans nine. Oh no, no, this isn't Romans nine. This is Matthew nine. Uh, Matthew nine one. And having entered into the boat. He passed over and came to his own city. And behold, is it his own city? How does... Yeah, okay, that's how the Nazbi interprets it. It actually doesn't say his own city. It says to the own city. The ten idian polen. Pertaining to one's self, one's own, by implication, private or separate. Okay, yeah, so he passed over and came to his own city. Uh, verse 2. And behold, they were bringing to him a paralytic on lying on a bed. <clears throat> and having seen Jesus, the faith, having seen, oh, and Jesus, having seen the faith of them, said to the paralytic, Take courage, son, for, oh, sorry, have been, oh, sorry, okay, uh, the sins of you have been forgiven. 
And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man blasphemes. And having known Jesus' thoughts of them, he said, In, in order that... In order... Hmm. <laughs> uh, so that why think you evil in your own heart in your hearts for which is easier to say the sins of you are forgiven or to say arise and walk however in order that you may know that authority that the son of man has authority on the earth to forgive sins then he says to the paralytic having arisen take up your mat and go to your house I want to pause for a second. They said he was blaspheming because only God can forgive sins. Interesting. Jesus has an attribute of God to forgive sins. <clears throat> and having risen, verse 7, and having risen, he went away to the house of him. Now having seen, the crowds marveled and glorified God. Uh, the one having given authority, the one having given such authority to men. So what are we seeing so far? We're seeing a man who heals, who casts out demons, who calms storms, who can forgive sin, who can command people to be well, and they are well. It's obvious in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus is no mere man. <laughs> All right. <sighs> Verse 9. And, and Jesus, passing on from there, saw a man sitting at the tax booth. Matthew. Uh, named Matthew. And he says to him, Follow me. And having arisen, he followed him. There we have it. There's where the author of this gospel officially enters the picture. Verse 10. And it came to pass uh, of him reclining in the house that behold, many tax collectors and sinners having come were reclining with him. Jesus and his disciples were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. And having seen, the Pharisee said to the disciples of him, For why, with the tax collectors and sinners, eats your teacher? And having heard, he said, No. Ooh. Ooh. He said, No need have those being strong. No need, of a, no need of a physician have those being strong, but those being sick. However, having gone, however, having gone, learn what is. However, having gone, learn what is. Oh, should there be a colon there? Learn what is mercy I desire and not sacrifice. For I came not to call the righteous, 
but sinners. Oh, that's an Old Testament quote. Hosea 6, 6. Be reading the whole chapter. Come, let us return to Yahweh. For he was, for he has torn us, but he will heal us. He has wounded us, but he will bandage us. He will revive us after two days. He will raise us up on the third day that we may live before him. So let us know. Let us press on to know the Lord, to know Yahweh. His going forth is as certain as the dawn, and he will come to us like the rain, like the spring rain watering on the earth. What shall I do with him? What shall I do with you, O Ephraim? What shall I do with you, O Judah? For your loyalty is like a morning cloud, and like dew, and like the dew which goes away early. Therefore I have hewn them in pieces by the prophets. I have slain them by the words of my mouth. And the judgments on you are like the lights, are like light that goes forth. For I delight in loyalty rather than sacrifice, in the knowledge of God rather than burnt offerings. But like Adam, they have transgressed the covenant, for they have dealt treacherously against me. Gilead is a city of wrongdoers, tracked with bloody footprints. And as raiders wait for men, so a band of priests murder on the way to Shechem. Surely they have committed crime. In the house of Israel, I have been a horrible thing. Ephraim's harlotry is there. Israel has defiled itself. Also, oh Judah, there is a harvest appointed for you when I restore the fortunes of my people. Look at the Hebrew real quick to see what's going on. The variance of word choice. Hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know why the Nazbi went with loyalty. Uh seems to be no evidence of textual variation. It's uh Ki has Ki Hesed. Yeah, Ki Ki Hesed for mercy. Ha, hapasti, 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 well, it's, it's a tzade. Um, hapasti, hapasti, tsunami, tsi, um, welo, welo zabach, zava. For mercy I desire and not violence. Uh, yeah. Uh, so for some reason the Nazbi went with the slightly different word choice. Even though it's supposed to be word for word. But yeah. <laughs> I mean that's just. It just goes to show the principle of translation. That no translation. Is absolutely perfect. Because of the nature of translation. Are they perfectly effective? For understanding? Yes. Uh, all right, back in Matthew 9, verse 14. Then came to him the disciples of John, saying, 
for why, we said. For why? Because of why. What's the Nazbi say? Because the Greek's a little funky. Why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? For why we and the Pharisees do fast? Many times. Textual variant, it looks like. Uh, yeah. However, the disciples of you not fast. Uh, 15. And said to them, Jesus, Not can the sons of the bride chamber mourn, as long as with them is the bridegroom. However, the days will come when, when the bridegroom shall have been taken away from them. And then they will fast. However, no one puts a patch of cloth unshrunk upon old clothing, for it tears away from the patch. Uh, for, yeah, sorry, for, for the patch of it tears away from the garment. And a worse tear emerges. Uh, Uh, pour they neither wine, uh, whoops, sorry, okay, nor does one pour new wine into old wineskins. Now, uh, if unless they burst, uh, for unless, they, yeah, unless it bursts the wineskins, and the wine is poured out, and the wineskins are destroyed. They pour wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved. Oh, new wine into new wineskins, and both are preserved. These things of him speaking to them. Behold, a certain ruler, having come, was kneeling down to him, saying, The daughter of me has presently died. But having come, lay the hand of you upon her, and she will live. And having arisen, Jesus followed him, also the disciples of him. And behold, a woman, having, a, having had a flux of blood tw for twelve years, having come up behind him, touched the fringe of his garment. Fringe is a kraspedu. It can mean the fringe, edge, corner, tassel, tassel, a margin, a fringe, or tassel, thus implying Jesus wore some sort of garment like a tallit with uh, tzitzit from it. I, um, I have like three tallits. <laughs> Fun fact. All right, verse 21. For she was saying within herself, If only I shall touch the garment of him, I will be healed. And Jesus, having turned and having seen her, said, Take courage, daughter. The faith of you has cured you. And was cured the woman from, from the very hour. 
and having come Jesus into the house of the ruler, and having seen the flute players and the crowd uh, making a commotion, he says, Go away, for not is dead the girl, but sleeps. Hmm. <laughs> Playing into my notions of soul sleep. Anyways, <clears throat> sorry, back to the verse. And having began to laugh at him. Oh, and they began to laugh at him. Sorry. Uh, 25. 25. When now had been put aside the crowd, having entered, he took hold of her hand. And the girl arose and went out to report this unto all of that land. And passing on from there, Jesus followed, uh, and, and Jesus passing on from there, followed him two blind men. That must have been hard. That must have been hard. Sorry, back to the text. <clears throat> Crying out and saying, have mercy on us, son of David. And having come now into the house, they came to him. Uh, sorry, came to him, the blind men, and say to him, Jesus, believe you, oh, uh, and says to them, Jesus, believe you that I am able this to do. <clears throat> they say to him, yes, Lord. Then he touched the eyes of them, saying, according to the faith of you, be it to you. And were opened their eyes, and strictly instructed them, Jesus saying, See that no one knows, but having gone out, they made known him in the land, in that land. Now as they were going out, behold, they brought to him a man mute, possessed by a demon. And having been cast out the demon, uh, spoke the mute man and marveled. Oh, sorry. And marveled the crowds, saying, Never was it seen thus in Israel. Now the Pharisees were saying, By the prince of demons he casts out demons. 35. And Jesus was going throughout the cities, uh, throughout all the cities and the villages, teaching in the synagogues of them, and proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every disease and every sickness. Now, having the crowds, oh, sorry, now having seen the crowds, he was moved with compassion for them, because they were wearied and cast away. As sheep not having a shepherd, then he says to the disciples of him, Indeed, the harvest is plentiful. However, the workmen are few. Beseech, therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that he might send out workmen into the harvest of him. All right, I think we're going to stop there for the reading for now. Pick up next time on two questions, which I actually have some today. Thank you, Theophilus.
Alrighty, questions time. Remember, you can ask questions on TikTok. I put out a video every Friday. Um, you can ask questions really at any time. Uh, just notate that they are for the podcast. I'll try to mark them down. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, comment. You can direct message me. You can get me on Instagram. My TikTok and Instagram are Stephen the Stowell, all one word, capitalization. Stowell, as it says in the authorship of the podcast, S T O W E L L, Stephen with a V, not with a PH. I'm not a doctor um, or acidic. Um, questions from the Tiki Talkies. Or you can ask me on my Discord. You can ask me for. Uh, on TikTok for a link to my Discord or wherever you can get a hold of me. Um, questions from the TikTok. Uh, Meto Queen Butterfly asks, "What happened to the people who died in Noah's flood? Did they go to hell?" A wonderful question, sister. In the Lord, uh, the answer is actually found in Scripture itself, uh, not just pontification. Um, second Peter, second, no, first Peter, <clears throat> first Peter speaks about this, uh, first Peter three, um, wow, I have never read, uh, first Peter three in my NASB, all right, anyways, First Peter, because it's it's not on the part of the page where I remember it being in my head. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, anyways, uh, where does the passage start? Where does the relevant passage start? Uh, Christ also died for sins once for all, the just for the unjust. Sorry, uh, 3.18 is where I'm starting, just because this sounds really good. Uh, for Christ also died for the for sins once for all, the just for the unjust, so that he might bring us to God, having put to death in, having, having been put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made proclamation to the spirits in prison. 20. Who were who once were disobedient when the patience of God kept waiting in the days of Noah during the construction of the ark, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought through the water. So, it doesn't necessarily say... Um, well, okay, so what it basically says they were put in a holding place, referred to as prison, that Jesus goes to and ministers. Um, the Armenian would say, eh, you know, there you go, they were given a second chance. Um, I, as the Calvinist, I would say, yeah, there were God's elect in there that he saved despite their former disobedience. Um, that even, even at the time where um, the desire of the world was wickedness all the time, um, God still had his people that he saved. 
from that time, more than just those who he saved through the ark. Um, no other current questions. There's a former question from the TikTok. Uh, Q&A, yep. From Filled With Wonder, asked last week, I believe, after I'd already recorded the segment and uploaded it. I'm sorry, dude. Um, what do you like about the Lord's Prayer? I like everything about it. I've memorized it in the King James. Um, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Yes, our Father in heaven, his name is holy. Um, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Yes, pray that the Lord's will be done. And of course, naturally, it's done in the heavens and in the earth and in the depths of the sea. God does whatever he pleases. Uh, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Uh, give us this day our daily bread. You know, that's submission to God saying, hey, just give us our bare minimum that we need to get by. Uh, stay our daily bread. Um, you know, uh, then it's the problem I have with uh, anti um, non non repentance people, sinless perfectionists. Why would our example of prayer include and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors or transgressors? Uh, basically, forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. You know. Um, the model for prayer includes repentance. Um, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Uh, you know, that's, that's good prayer. Uh, <laughs> uh, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You know, it's just, oh, I like all of it. I like it. I don't pray it that much. Um, but it's a good prayer and it's a i i understand it as it's the model for prayer the point is repent to glorify god through and through it begins and it ends with glorifying god um and it's yeah it's just really great all right i got one or two questions on the discord Oh boy, it's a good thing I decided to make this shorter. I can tell my voice is wearing thin in its functionality. Um, where's my server? Here it is. Reformed Apologist asks, Given that Christ fulfilled the Old Covenant, what are your thoughts on Christians celebrating the feasts of the Old Testament? Is that a liberty that falls under Romans 14 um it depends on why they're celebrating it if they're tr if they're i don't torah observance is not not just just saying it chief um we're we're not under the old covenant and those feast dates were for the people of the Old Covenant as a shadow, as a type of the true things to come. Passover is fulfilled in the cross. Um, Pentecost is fulfilled in the resurrect in, in the ascension. Uh, trumpets. Uh, I mean, I haven't studied too much off the fly. I'd say trumpets is probably fulfilled in the rapture. Um, in the coming of our Lord with the trumpet sounds and uh, us meeting him in the air, the dead being raised. Um, I do think, certainly, if you want to observe 
them uh, for the experience, uh, for the the deepening of your connection to these things uh, in understanding. Um, by all means, yeah, certainly we have liberty to do so. Um, let no one question you in regards to a <clears throat> feast day or a Sabbath or what you eat and drink. Um, um, I, I'm actually, I have partaken in um, a Passover meal um, that was put on at my old church so that we could uh, have that cultural experience and understanding. Um, and it, it really helped realize, it's like once you realize everything else at the Passover Seder is symbolic, like Jesus, the rabbi of his disciples, they're sitting around the Seder, they've set out the cup of wine for Elijah, um, maybe, um, <laughs> uh, you could pick up you know, the, the bitter herbs and say, this is the suffering of the Israelites in Egypt and the salt and this is the bitterness of the 40 years in the desert and this is this and this is this Jesus takes the matzah he breaks it and he says this is my body which is broken for you this is he takes the cup and says this is my blood which is poured out for you it's obvious it's symbolism it's symbolic it's not actually his very flesh his very flesh is mortal, is human, and tied to him. His flesh is not divine. He is divine. His blood is not divine. He is divine. The flesh is at the side of the Father, not in the wafer. Um, the blood is at the side of the Father, not in the cup. We do call them these things because they are symbolically representative of these things. But they are a remembrance, just as the Passover serves as a remembrance of the events of the first Passover. Um, uh, yeah. Anyway. Alrighty. That's question and answers. Now for the benediction. And thank you again to everyone who asked a question. It was much appreciated. To filled with wonder again. Sorry for not. Sorry for having to wait a whole week to hear a response to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Alright. Matthew 5, 3 through 12. Jesus spake these things to his disciples. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of Christ. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Go in the peace and love of the intercessor for our transgression.